On today's show, Ford offers new details about its mobility plan, Lexus takes us back to the future, and why more Americans are being priced right out of the new car market. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for June 24th of 2015. Earlier in the year, Ford revealed its smart mobility plan, which involved a number of mobility experiments around the globe. And now the company is entering the next phase of that plan and will focus on two areas, multimodal mobility solutions and flexible use and ownership. Multimodal mobility refers to finding other ways to get around big cities where driving isn't as feasible. One solution Ford introduced is an electric bicycle that can be configured for use in the city or off-road and can be folded up to fit inside a vehicle. The e-bike can also be paired with a smartphone to give the rider updates for things like weather and traffic and it includes eyes freeze navigation. To help meet the flexible use and ownership area of mobility, Ford announced a pilot program called Peer-to-Peer Car Sharing. The service is being offered to thousands of Ford Credit customers in the U.S. and London and allows them to rent Ford vehicles for short-time use. The pilot program runs through November. From time to time, we've been showing you some of the artwork done by UAW workers who work at Ford. It's all part of a UAW Ford art exhibit that really impressed us. Well, here's another piece. It's a hand-blown glass that was done by Brenda Schultz, who works at Ford's Research and Innovation Center. That's right, not all UAW workers are on the factory floor. Some are involved in the most advanced parts of the company. Earlier this week, we told you Volkswagen had a big announcement for its plant in Chattanooga, Tennessee. The automaker revealed that it's partnering with Gestamp, a company that designs, develops, and manufactures metal components. Gestamp will expand its current facility in Chattanooga, as well as build a new stamping plant that will produce parts for VW's upcoming midsize SUV and the Passat. VW currently ships parts to its plant from press shops in several states. So by moving the stamping facility closer to its assembly plant, the partnership will allow the company to greatly reduce transportation costs. We'll be back with more news right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. And by Hyundai. Learn more at Hyundai.com. Next to the DeLorean time machine, the hoverboard is the most wanted technology to come from the Back to the Future movie series. And now thanks to Lexus, we may be able to check that off our wish list. It created a hoverboard that uses magnetic levitation with liquid nitrogen-cooled superconductors and permanent magnets to give it frictionless movement. And just so you know it's a Lexus, the board features a spindle grill. While I haven't seen anyone ride it, yet alone support a human's weight, Lexus says it will be testing a prototype in the coming weeks ahead of a campaign launch for this summer. Chevrolet has the perfect solution for all those potential new Camaro customers worried about rearward visibility, a convertible. As with the coupe version, the convertible has dropped at least 200 pounds compared to its outgoing model. The top is completely automatic with latches that will release and secure it. And the new Camaro also features a hard tonneau cover that automatically deploys over the top once it's down. 
The system can operate at speeds up to 30 miles per hour, and remote operation with a key fob is now an option. The new Camaro convertible will be available early next year. And be sure you join us for After Hours tomorrow, when our special guest will be David Woodhouse, the chief designer for Lincoln. He's the one who designed the new Continental, so if you have any questions about that car, send them to viewermail at autoline.tv. And then join John and Gary Vasilash for some of the best insider discussions in the business. And coming up next, John gives us a look at how more and more Americans are being priced right out of the new car market. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. New car sales in the U.S. market are running strong and could hit 17.3 million vehicles this year. Everyone in the business is smiling and patting themselves on the back about the auto industry's good fortune. But a deeper dive into the numbers shows that more and more Americans are being priced out of the new car market. I dug up sales data for the last seven decades, comparing new car sales to the population of the United States. And then I calculated what percentage of the population bought cars in those years. I looked at the best and the worst sales years in each decade. The best sales years were in 1978 and 1986, when 6.9% and 6.8% of the population bought a new vehicle, respectively. The worst years were in 1961 and 2009, when only 3.7% and 3.4% bought new cars. In fact, 2009 was so bad that you have to go back to 1933 and the Great Depression to find a year that was worse. In 1933, only 1.7% of the population bought a new car. If sales in the American market hit 17.3 million new vehicles this year, that would represent 5.3% of the population. But imagine if the market hit the same percentage rate that it did in 1978. If 6.9% of the population would buy a new car, sales would hit 22 million vehicles. Even if the rate returned to the same that it was as recently as 2001, sales would hit 19.5 million. That means anywhere from 2 million to 4.5 million households have been priced out of the new car market. There's a number of reasons for this, but two stand out. First, household incomes have flatlined for over a decade. Second, new car prices are stretching beyond the reach of many households. The average new car price is now $33,500, while the average household income is $53,000. Today, more and more American households are turning to the used car market for their transportation. But this trend suggests that many of those households may be ripe for car sharing programs and other mobility services. If those services turn out to be cheaper than buying an average used car, I think we're going to see a massive upheaval in the automotive market. Anyway, that's how I see it, and I welcome your insights as well. And that wraps up today's report. Please join us again here tomorrow. 